You're listening to another episode of Lords of Limited with your hosts, Ben Worney and Ethan Sachs. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to segment four of our Common Uncommon set review. We are on to red. Quick reminder, if you would like to check out our grading scale or a refresher on the mechanics, you can go back to segment one, which is white of our Common and Uncommon set review. Ethan, you want to take us away with the first red card here? Yeah, the first red card is Brazen Buccaneers. It's three and a red for... <laughs> Sorry, I, just, I can't help myself. I There's going to be a lot of that going on. Uh, all right, <laughs> three and a red for a 2-2 human pirate with haste, and it has explore when it enters the battlefield. So our options are three and a red for a 3-3 haste with scry one, or three and a red for a 2-2 haste that puts a land into your hand. Yeah, the card seems pretty good. I think this is on the expensive side of explore cards. So maybe a little less good. I gave it a C plus. I give it a C minus. I'm I'm less excited about this card because you're less excited about a four mana two two haste. I'm less excited about both halves actually. Four mana two two haste that draws me land or a four mana three three haste is also like it's not going to be a three three. I don't get to control when it's a three three haste. You know, right? <laughs> like I, I don't know. I feel like this can get blanked a lot of the time. I don't think you're going to not play it because I think Explorer is still pretty powerful, but I'm not excited about it. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down to a C, actually. I think maybe I'm overrating Explore on that one a little bit. All right, next up, we've got Demolish. Three and a red for a sorcery. Destroy target artifact or land. Just a straight sideboard card here and probably not a very good one at that. I gave it a sideboard D. Yeah, I, I agree with that for sure. Next up is Dual Shot. We've talked about this card uh, a little bit in previous colors. This is one red mana for an instant. Dual Shot deals one damage to each of up to two target creatures. So why don't you talk about the applications this card has? First of all, I think it hoses X1s, which is relevant. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a reason that X1s are less playable in the format. Two, I think if your opponent has one X1 on their side of the battlefield and you've got a dinosaur... You get a free, like, kill their X1 and a free Enrage trigger on your dinosaur. Or if you're all in on the dinosaur Enrage plan, you've got some good effects, like a Bellowing Aegisaur or whatnot. Um, <laughs> you, can, you can dual shot two of your own creatures and get two, two Enrage yeah. effects. Probably not the most efficient use of the card if you're doing that, but could come up. Where do you rate that? Like, is this is this main deckable or are you, is this a sideboard card? I, it's hard for me to figure out where I want this. I think it's main deckable. I gave it a C. C. I think I'm a little lower. I think I'm going like C minus. I think it's going to depend. Like, I don't think. I think if I have no dinosaurs, I don't know if I'm main decking this card. But I think if I've got some enraged triggers, that probably bumps it up to like being C minus D plus for me. Yeah, I think this card is really versatile, and I think it's going to overperform a little bit. Cool. I, I think you're probably right about that. I think that's a good call from you. All right. Next up. Oh, what do we got? Fathom Fleet Firebrand FFF. <laughs> one in a red for a 2-2 human pirate. One in a red. Uh, it has an ability of one in a red pump. Fathom Fleet Firebrand gets plus one plus O oh until end of turn, and that is repeatable. Yeah. We're, we're going to coin that as smoke breathing, right? Sm- oh, that's right. Smoke breathing. How could I forget? <laughs> <laughs> this seems pretty good. Bear with upside? Uh, Yeah, this is going to trade up. Uh, I think it's a rock solid C. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Fire Shrine Keeper is next. This is the cycle of the one drop, so one red mana for a 1-1 Menace, and it has seven and a red tap. Sacrifice Fire Shrine Keeper. It deals three damage to each of up to two target creatures. Man, it couldn't deal damage to players, too. Oh, that would be so busted if it dealt damage to players. I don't know. Would it be busted? I don't know. If you could dome your opponent for six? No, not six, but it says each of up to two. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, that would be... I think that would be fine. This seems better 
then, or like one of the better of these cycle things, just because it has menace, so it can trigger raid in the early stages of the game. And then I think late game is, is pretty sweet. All in all, I, I think I might end up, depending on how aggro this format shakes out, I might end up running one of these, so I went C-. minus. I gave it a D plus. We're close. Yeah, we're close. Next up, we've got Fire Cannon Blast. One red red for a sorcery. Fire Cannon Blast deals three damage to target creature, and then it's got raid... Uh, so if you attacked with a creature this turn, it deals six damage to that creature instead. It's kind of awkward to have raid on a sorcery speed removal spell. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to play it second main phase. Yeah, but like, feels like the reason you would be casting removal, like you're gonna cast removal on your turn. I don't know. I guess if they've got a big thing, you have to get dead. Then you might be two for one yourself to like just like run your smallest creature out there and then get this up to six. I think yeah, this is another reason why cheap evasive creatures are good with raid because then you might just have it like maybe they've got a big ground blocker you need to get out of the way right and you can fly in with your one one or one two flyer and then get Mm -hmm. it dead for six six damage yeah but a lot of the creatures as we've said are are kind of small so i think this is going to kill a lot of things just on its front side without the raid effect yeah i agree where did that leave you grade wise i think that left me at at b minus range that's where i am at also b minus yeah um frenzied raptors next this is two in a red for a four two dinosaur with flavor text not crazy about this super not crazy about this i mean it, it was there was a card like this alpine grizzly or something in a set that cared about ferocious which was mm-hmm. where you cared about having four power or greater that card was pretty good i mean mm-hmm. this hits hard but i i don't think i'm gonna be excited to play this i gave it a c minus i gave it a c minus as well yeah all right next up we've got headstrong brute two in a red for a creature an orc pirate it's a three three headstrong brute can't block and it has menace as long as you control another pirate which i think is going to be fairly easy to achieve Mm -hmm. if uh, if you're in in certain color combinations yes if you're red blue or red black yep so i think this i mean it can't block so it only belongs in aggressive decks it's miserable in non-aggressive shells but in aggressive deck i think this is a solid beater i mean this is like a build your own cursed minotaur in a way yeah, when you put it that way, I'm a little less excited about it <laughs> than I was. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think in an aggressive deck, this is an, this is a C. Yeah, I'm, I had it at C+. I'm going down to, when you put it as build your own cursed minotaur, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to join you at C. Great. Uh, I was saying C+, in an aggressive deck, but even then, it's probably just going to be fine. Yeah, I mean, because it's, it, it's like a, it's an awkward, like, Harrier Naga, in a sense, because, like, it can't block, but it could get menace, so yeah, it feels like it's got a lot of text for something that isn't particularly impressive yes i think i got thrown off by the amount of text (laughs) (laughs) all right what's next uh hijack one red red for sorcery gain control of target artifact or creature until end of turn untap it it gains haste until end of turn all right so do you want to hear what sack outlets there are yes i do okay so this this card you're trying to combine these are threaten effects and there's like in limited there's been a tradition of with these threatened effects, having sacrifice outlets on your side of the battlefield and stealing your opponent's thing, attacking them with it, and then sacrificing it at the end of combat so that they don't get it back. So uh, one that's coming up is a, a red uncommon that I'm pretty excited about. It's called Makeshift Munitions. Oh my god, yes. Let's you pay one to sacrifice an artifact or a creature to ping something. Okay. Uh, there's the Ruthless Knave. That's the two and a black for the three two, the black guy that gets treasure mm-hmm. and can sacrifice treasures to draw a card. And then there's Costly Plunder, which is the one and a black for the draw two in black, sacrifice an artifact or a creature. I'm really excited about the red black sacrifice deck. Yeah. 
So that deck sort of looks like having about like three of these. I mean, basically as many of these as you can get your hands on, like, and then that ratio to the number of ways to sacrifice things that you generally want more ways to sacrifice than you want the hijacks. But this deck is like, it's super fun. It's maybe not like the best deck in the format, but it's going to be one that I think is going to be pretty powerful. Well, and when you're going off with it, it feels unbeatable. Yeah. I mean, like, but the problem is it doesn't always come together. Right. Like you're playing some suboptimal cards like mm-hmm. that when they come together are insanely powerful. Yeah. So wh- where does that lead? And, and I mean, that so that's a narrow deck that this goes in. And also Hijack can be a good finisher in aggressive decks, like a one of as a, a way to like steal a thing and get through, but not generally where you want to be. Sure. I, I gave it a D. Mm. I want this deck to be good. I gave it a D plus, C minus. I mean, D plus, sure. I mean, and, and in the deck, it, it's better than a D, but you're right. not picking it highly. Like, you're trying no. to wheel the hijacks. Right, that's the idea. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, next up, we've got Nest Robber. One in a red for a dinosaur. It's a 2-1 haste. I think this card is not good. Really? I think I think X1s are going to be bad. I think this card's going to be bad, 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 bad. All right, you, you could be right. I think uh, I think a two power two mana haster is not something to be sneezed at in an, a format that looks like it's got aggressive decks in the mix. But maybe you're right. Maybe it's just too much stuff that punishes X ones. But I'm, I'm gonna go C minus. I gave it a D. Wow, dude, you were you were you were, you were worried. Cards. Yeah, you were you were you were worried that uh, you were on the. <laughs> you texted me last night and we're like. I'm worried all my grades are half a grade too low because I'm grumpy and I've been in the airport for too yeah. long. <laughs> I've nope. been lower than you so far, I think. Yeah. This next card is really interesting. It's Ryle. It's one red mana for sorcery. It deals one damage to target creature you control. That creature gains trample until end of turn, and you draw a card. Yeah, so this is your classic like cantripping and rage enabler. So best in, I think, like red, white, and r- red, green, and basically red green because that's where the, all the enraged creatures are i don't think there's in enra- oh no no you're bellowing your agasaur your boy bellowing agasaur. My boy. So, red, so red white too uh but really only wanted in dinosaur car or dinosaur decks yeah i mean i think this is going to do some serious work as an enrage enabler uh if you've got good enrage effects um and we'll have to see how many busted ones there are at like rare and mythic rare i don't think you can really like pile up on these because you can't cast them without a target like it's not crash through Right. So you can't just like drop this and be like, all right, well, I'll just play this on turn one and, and cycle it. No, you need to have a target for it. Right. I mean, I, I gave it a D. What did you give it? Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I don't think it's a D because I think in the deck where you're going to play it, you'll play one of them and it's probably like a C minus. Yeah, I think it's going to be good when you play it. But so I, I was thinking D as in not always playing it or only goes into a specific deck. Yeah. But I think, I think we can give it a great, like be like, it's an F. It's an F if you're not in the deck where you want it, right? Right. So, so we in, don't need in, to give an average of grades. I think we can sure. just be like, yep. what is it in the red-green or red-white deck? And I think it's going to be a C. Yeah, I think that that seems like a fair grade. Okay. Next up, we've got Rummaging Goblin, two and a red for a Goblin Rogue. It's a 1-1, one, one, and it's a Rummager. It has tap, discard a card, draw a card. It's a strong effect. It is a strong effect, but I don't think this card has a home. Yeah, tough to know. Like, red seems like it w- wants to be aggressive, right? hard for me like i'm looking at, like red white red green is going to be dinosaurs and red blue or red black is going to be like pirate raiding attacking uh, i don't know where it goes but it's a it's a good effect it's a very good card 
as far as as far as I'm concerned, this is like essentially a three mana enchantment because this is never attacking, right? Right. This is a three mana enchantment that says tap, discard a card, draw a card, and it's way more fragile than an enchantment because anything on the planet that sneezes in its general direction <laughs> is going to kill it. Seriously, I mean, and there's so many things that punish X ones. There's Why is like shot, dinosaur there's... sneeze not a card in this set? <laughs> that sounds. <laughs> That sounds like they missed out there. Yeah, I agree. Well, we can, in whatever, whatever the next set is. We can R&D, we're here if you want to hire us. It, <laughs> we are available. Um, <laughs> so it sounds like you're lower on this because I think this is like a solid C. Uh, I've got this as a D plus. Ooh. I just don't, I don't, I don't know where you're picking this or where you're excited to play it. This goes right in your garbage five color treasure deck. Uh, yes, except it's so fragile. I mean, it's fine there, but I don't but like, think this is going to be a high pick at all. If you're not messing around in combat with this, like, how often are you getting so punished for playing an X1? You're going to get dual-shotted. It dies to every removal spell. There's a green uncommon that so fights it dies, things for one So if it damage. dies to every removal spell, that's fine. It's trading for a card, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's fine in that deck. Like, I think it's, I think if the treasure, if the multicolor Grixis treasure deck exists... This is going to be good in that deck. I think it's going to be fine. I think it's going to be playable in that deck. I'm not excited about this card. I give it a D plus. Fine. I'm giving it a C. I think you're wrong. All right. Cheers. All right. Next up, what do we have? Stormfleet Pyromancer is four and a red for a 3-2 human pirate wizard, and it has raid, deal two damage to target creature or player. Oh, this card's so good. Yeah. I wonder how good, because, so it's miserable if you don't have raid. Yes. 5 mana 3-2 is just unplayable. But a 5 mana 3-2 that can kill something, like deal 2 damage that shocks a creature, that is very good. Like, it not only can, like, kill something by itself, but it can also, like, pair with the 1 power, 2 power creature that you've suicided in, um, and then, like, finish it off. I think this card is very good. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to harken back to my Cons of Tarkir days again. Do you remember, yeah. did you play that block at all? Yeah, so there was Do you the, remember Mardu Heartpiercer? That was the 2-3, the the three, right? Yeah, 3 and a red for a 2-3 that had the same ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that card was insanely good, partially because there were morphs. So it was like, also it was, uncommon, right? It was picking off morphs, but it was also uncommon. Yeah, I think the, the one mana more for this at common, I just think this card's going to be really good. Yeah. Uh, I gave this a B minus. Ooh, pushed you up there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I. Oh man, I went C plus, but it could it could be a pull into red. Oh jeez. <laughs> what? Nothing. What? We're just gonna be way off base again here in our comment. Oh, of course <laughs> we are. Um, I guess my question is, how many of these do you think you can play? I think I would play as many as I could get. I would play up to four of this. I think. Yeah. Like five? I don't know. I think raid is going to be easy to trigger if you're drafting creatures in mind with triggering raid. And I think this effect, I think there's small dudes running around, and I think two damage to a creature is going to kill something a lot of the time. All right. I'm I, I'm up to B minus. Uh, wait, you went from C to B minus? No, I was at C plus. Oh, C plus. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you said just straight C. No, no. Okay. What's next? Next, we've got Sun Crowned Hunters. This is one of the premier dinosaurs that got spoiled. Four red red for a common five four dinosaur, and it has enraged. Whenever Sun Crowned Hunters is dealt damage, it deals three damage to target opponent. So, how how do you feel about four red red for a five four? I feel bad about that. Yeah, I also don't feel great about that. Does the enrage ability entice you towards this anymore? Not really. 
Like it, it reminds me kind of of uh, what was it the the Manticore that was the five four put a minus one minus one counter on something deal three damage. Yeah, similar to that Manticore the Gauntlet. But this is worse than that. It's one mana more expensive, but you get a five four for your trouble and don't have to shrink anything. But you also don't necessarily get the three damage. Right, but this has the upside of triggering enrage with like fight cards mm-hmm. or Ryle or dual shot. I mean, I think this is I think this is slightly better than Manticore the Gauntlet. Oh yeah, I think it's slightly worse, but I still th- I think it's fine. Like I think you're probably gonna have one in in your red decks if you're if you can cast a six drop. Um, and I gave it a C. I gave it a C as well. Sure Strike is next. This is one in a red for an instant. Target creature gets plus three plus O and gains first strike until end of turn. Just like a non bow with enrage, am I right? Uh yeah, super non bow with enrage. I didn't really think about that. But, like, it's fine. It's, like, a pretty good... It's, like, gonna let you win most combats, if not all combats, when you cast this on your creature and don't get two-for-one. So, I think it's a C-. minus. I gave it a D+. Plus. Next up, we've got Swashbuckling. One in a red for an enchantment aura. Enchant creature. Enchanted creature gets plus two, plus two, and has haste. Now, we've seen two auras already, the blue and the black one that we were pretty high on. I am not anywhere near as high on this one. I agree. But I, I'd be curious to see if this ends up being okay, like, because the removal, I think, isn't very good. So I, I'm not, like, I'm not going to take such an aggressive stance, like, this is terrible, you can never play it. I think, like, depending on what the format looks like, this could end up being okay, but I'm going to start um, in the D range on this card. Yeah, I gave it a D-. minus. All right, next up, I like this card a lot. Um, this is Thrash of Raptors. This is three and a red for a 3-3 three, three dinosaur. As long as you control another dinosaur, Thrash of Raptors gets plus two, plus oh, and has Trample. Yeah, three and a red for a 5-3 trample is no joke if you've got some other dinosaurs floating around. Yeah, so again, I think when I see this card, I'm hoping to be in a dinosaur-based deck that's going to either be red or red-green or red-white or some combination of all three. But So otherwise, I don't think it's very good, but um, if, if you do get to have that, if you have some sort of critical mass of dinosaurs, this is a very powerful card. Where'd you, where'd you end up grade-wise? Um, I gave it a C+. I gave it a C. I could see it being a C+. Plus in a dinosaur deck mm-hmm. so maybe maybe it just is like you're probably not playing it outside of a dinosaur deck and it probably is if you're in the naya color combination it probably is a c plus yeah that's what i think okay till Tilanali's <laughs> knight sure Tilanali. Tilanali's knight that was a, a mouthful <laughs> stuttering there okay uh one in a red for a two two creature human knight whenever Tilanali's Knight. TK. We're going to call this TK. No, no, no. you got to say it twice now. <laughs> Whenever TK attacks, if you control a dinosaur, TK gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. Um, like, bear with upside, but not crazy about this card. No, I'm not either. I think dinosaur decks are wanting to go fairly big. I think there probably is a white-red aggressive dinosaur deck, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm not thrilled about this card. I give it a C-. minus. Uh, I think it's a little better. I think I'd give it a C, but... Yeah, bordering on C- minus for sure. Unfriendly Fire is our last red common. Four in a red for an instant. It deals four damage to target creature or player. Yeah, this card is good. Yeah, it's not nice that they tacked on. So one extra mana than Electrify, but can go to the face, which is not irrelevant at all. Well, and I think it the, the other thing I really like about this card is I think it would have been very easy to make this card three red red, and they chose to make it four in a red, which yeah. I think is going to make this very splashable off of Treasure and the like. Mm-hmm. Where did you land on it grade-wise? I gave it a B-. minus. I think I'm just on C+. Plus, but uh, it's Because it's 5 mana? It's 5 mana, yeah. Okay. All right. Where do we come down on the rankings, my friend? 
Dun dun dun. <laughs> We're gonna be way off. I don't think so. I have my number one common as Stormfleet Pyromancer. Ooh, baby. Yeah, that might be right. I have Fire Cannon Blast as my number one. That is interesting. Uh, number two, I have Unfriendly Fire. Mm-hmm. I have Storm. Just now edited Stormfleet Pyromancer as number two. Okay. And then my number three is Fire Cannon Blast. And my number three is Unfriendly Fire. So we've got the same three in different orders. Yes. Yeah, I think I, I'm just just on the cheapness is what is pushing Fire Cannon Blast over the edge for me, but... I agree. I was torn between deciding which one of these two is better, and it's, it's gonna... It'll be, I think, fairly obvious once the format shakes out in the first week or two. And it also might be deck-dependent. It might be deck-dependent, too. So I gave the nod to start with to Unfriendly Fire because of its splash ability mm. and the fact that it's instant speed. Yeah. Uh, and you're giving Fire Cannon Blast the nod because it's cheaper and more efficient. Yeah. Uh, but it's at sorcery speed, uh, and it does have the ability to trade up. I don't know. They're very close, and we'll, we'll have to see which shakes out. But I do think Stormfleet Pyromancer is better than both of them or at least i'm hoping it is yeah that, that might be true that that was the i think i underrated that initially but just hearing you talk about it made that pretty clear to me how good that card is okay uh on to the uncommons yeah what do we got first bonded horn crest three and a red for a dinosaur it's a five five bonded horn crest can't attack or block alone so we've seen these effects before like mog flunkies is one and a red for a three three with that text what do you make of a three and a red for a five five with this text? Uh, it's a good card. This yeah. is there are not a lot of big creatures in the format. Uh, it's a significant drawback though because if your opponent does have removal, they can kind of strand this as your lone card on the battlefield, and then it does nothing. It doesn't quite make me want to play red, but I think it does some work, so I gave it a C plus. Yeah, this I feel like this is a little bit better than uh, Mog Flunkies, just because the issue with Mog Flunkies sometimes is you would play it on turn two, and like it would be your only creature. Whereas, like, this is probably not going to be your only creature when you play with it. So you can block with it the turn you play it, probably. And then you'll probably be able to attack with it the turn after you cast it. So I think this is going to be pretty good. And I, I did push it into B-minus range. I think this is going to be a pull into red. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. I didn't consider the thing about Mog Flunky doing nothing the turn it comes into play. And mm-hmm. this probably doing something the turn it comes into play. So I, you could be right. I could push this into B-minus territory. That would not surprise me. You know what is going to do something the turn it comes into play? <laughs> Charging Monstrosaur. Yeah, this card is a house. Four and a red for a 5-5 dinosaur with Trample and Haste. Jeez, what? You are going to be in serious trouble when your opponent plays this card. Oh my god. This is not... This is like a mythic uncommon, right? Uh, yeah, it's great. This is so good. I gave it a B plus. I gave it a B, but I mean, this card's very good. You're never cutting it from your deck, and your no. opponent's going to be groaning on the other side of the battlefield when you play it. Yeah, absolutely. Next up, we've got a Dinosaur Stampede. Two and a red for an instant. <laughs> are these Triceratops on fire? <laughs> yeah, are they running from the fire? They're dodging the Extinction Star. Yeah, I guess so. Um, attacking creatures get plus two plus O oh until end of turn. Dinosaurs you control gain trample until end of turn. I'm not crazy about this card. Like, this is a, a trumpet blast effect. Yeah, I'm also not crazy about this card. I gave it a D. I gave it a D plus. Uh, I could see there being like a white red vampires thing. Like if you're giving your one one vampire lifelinkers plus two plus O. Oh, like oh, that's, that's interesting. A, that's yeah, a, that's a pretty big game. But I mean, it's situational. Yeah, fiery cannonade is next. That's two and a red for an instant. It deals two damage to each non pirate creature. Now, are these pirates on fire? Are they running from the fire? 
What's uh, going on here? Well, if they're not dying, they should not be affected by the fiery cannonade, right? That would, that would make sense to me, yeah. Oh, the pirate ship's out there. Look, the fi- the pirate ship is firing onto these people on shore. Uh-huh. These are not pirates. They these are aren't civilians. Pirates, these idiots. <laughs> well, they could not be on... Well, whatever. We're talking about art. Can't believe it. I think this is, like, pretty good. Are you main decking this card? I think so. I don't think it's a pull into red, but I think I'm main decking it. I am not. I have it as a sideboard B-. minus. Wait, how can you be main decking dual shot but not this because i think lots of the small cards are pirates so i think lots of the creatures that you would normally be trying to kill with this it doesn't kill mm-hmm. yeah like the maybe. fact that it's the, the like so would you agree that two damage to each creature is already a situation a powerful but situational effect yes but an effect that i would probably main deck in this set like looking at the size of creatures but i i haven't gone through and I, this was not one where i went through and counted counted like, the number pirates of pirates versus non-pirates that like yeah. would die to this i mean it felt pirates in general to me felt small i guess dinosaurs aren't dying to this generally dinosaurs are not dying to the vampires i think is where this really like you're going to get your opponent as if they're the vampire deck but to me that that says powerful sideboard card rather than main deck card these effects are usually sorcery and this is not which i think is worth considering oh yeah i didn't even notice that but maybe you're right maybe this isn't main deckable maybe this is more of a sideboard but i think out of the sideboard this is going to be like i gave this initially like a what did i give it a c c plus but if it's just a sideboard then it's going to be like b b plus range yeah, I give it a sideboard B minus. I mean, so in the in the B range for the sideboard. Okay. We'll, we'll check back in on whether or not that's supposed to be main decked or not. Next one is going to be Rock Solid. Ugh. Lightning Strike, one in a red for an instant. It's back. Lightning Strike deals three damage to target creature or player. Almost Lightning Bolt. Yeah, I'll take it. I will take it and play it. I gave it a B plus. I gave it a B plus as well. Yep, very, very good. Ooh, we're getting to some build arounds, Ben. <laughs> This is a uh, lightning rig crew, two in a red for an O5 goblin pirate. Uh, lightning rig crew deals one damage to each opponent uh, if you tap it. And whenever you cast a pirate spell, untap lightning rig crew. Interesting. So you think this is a build around? Yeah, I'm excited about this card. I think this just is fine in a non-pirate deck too. Yeah, it's fine in a non-pirate deck. But I think when I see this card, I'm at, like, if I see this early in the draft, I'm trying, like, obviously I want like as many of them as I can get. And then I think I am very incentivized to be like some Grixis. I think this is like such a ha- this is the Wall of Forgotten Pharaohs in your Grixis treasure deck. Right. Yes. That's what. That's how I was viewing the card. I was just viewing the card as Wall of Forgotten Pharaohs. But I think you're probably right. Maybe this card's more like Riddle form, like in a pirate deck. I mean, this this is ridiculous. Like you have two of these in play, and you cast a, a pirate. Like it's three damage. That's four. If you have two in play, that's, oh, it's that's four a- damage. Oh, it's. That's a lot, man. Like this oh, is yeah. this adds yeah. up quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I, I'm excited about this card. I'm, I'm gonna st- stick to my end of hour of devastation thoughts of like, let's look at these cards like they're worth building around. And I think this is gonna be a powerful thing. And we have three packs of Ixalan. So like, if you can grab two of these and have a pirate deck that's like a little bit on the controlling side, I think this is a real win condition for you. So where where did you settle on the grade? I gave it a build around B. I think I would give it a build around B too, like in a pirate deck mm-hmm. and in a non-pirate deck, I think it's still just fine. Like it's a C plus, like in a defensive, like wall of forgotten Pharaoh style type thing. Yeah. I think that, I think it'll depend, but I think where like red shakes out, but I think you might have better options in a, like a more aggressive deck than a three mana O five that can ping every turn. Yeah. All right, next up, we've got makeshift munitions, one in a red for an enchantment. This is the card I referenced earlier. 
this has a single mana sacrifice an artifact or a creature and makeshift munitions deals one damage to target creature or player so you're throwing your dudes or your treasure into your cannon and firing them out at the opponent or the opponent's stuff so we've seen effects like this before i think goblin bombardment if you're cube player has shown up in various iterations and the one major difference between this and that is that this costs a mana to activate yes which makes it a lot worse because you like can't really you can't like respond to a removal spell if you're tapped out to sacrifice something and ping something but i still think this is a powerful build around card well and i think it does get a little bit of a bump too because treasure exists so you have artifacts that theoretically you don't mind loading up into your cannon and you have art, and and they can be used to like if you have two treasures, then you can use one to activate the cost on this and sacrifice the other one if you have to. Like, I think there, there's a world in this if this Grixis treasure deck exists that uh, this is a, a really good card in that deck. I gave it a build around C plus. I, oh, I'm higher on it. I gave it build around B plus. Whoa. Yeah. I I I mean I just like I love this card. I love the sacrifice decks. Like, that's the other thing is that this is such a key piece in the red-black hijack deck. deck. I mean, I certainly love that deck, too. And so you think opening makeshift munitions is going to make you want to draft that deck. Like, are you first picking this card? Are you trying to wheel it? I don't know. I I don't know yet. But I think it's... I think it's I think it's a card that's worth investing in. Because I think the payoffs are there in this format. I think it will depend how fast the format is. Like, if that blue Merfolk curve-out deck is just ridiculous, you don't really have time for makeshift munitions. But if the format is just even slightly slower, I think this card can really take over the game. I mean, if you're getting cards worth of values out of uh, killing X1s, I mean, this is ridiculous. And even if you're doubling up or, you know, making combat miserable for your opponent, I don't know. I just think this card is going to be good. So there's there's two scenarios, and let me know if you think I'm missing, where this is good. To me, if you're making buttloads of treasure mm-hmm. or if you have the hijack deck. Yeah, I think that's true. So it seems like the two places where this excels. I think also vampire tokens. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Keep an eye on that one for sure. Uh, next one, we've got Otapek Huntmaster. Sure. Question mark on the pronunciation. Otapek Huntmaster. One in red for a one-two human shaman. It has the text dinosaur spells you cast cost one less to cast and taps to give target dinosaur haste until end of turn. I like this card. Yeah, this card's going to be good. Uh, so I think let's we're grading it as if you are in a Naya Dinosaurs deck, right? Yes, red, green, or red, white. Um, so some sort of critical mass of dinosaur creatures, but in that deck, I think this is a B. I agree, I gave it a B as well. Yeah, I mean, just like, this is a, a mana dork for your dinosaurs, but it also is a mana dork that, like, stacks up. Like, there is there is a chance that you get to a turn where you're, like, I don't know, on four mana, and you're casting two three-drop dinosaurs. I mean, uh, unlikely, but possible. And it gives them haste. And it gives them haste. It gives the dinosaur haste. It's really, it's like it everything so much Bloodlust Insider wished it was in that format, you know? Yeah. All right, next up, what do we have? A Raptor Hatchling. This is a really interesting card. It's one in a red for a 1-1 dinosaur, and it has Enrage, create a 3-3 green dinosaur creature token with Trample. Yeah, this is a very interesting card. Yeah, so like, I mean, so it's a 2-mana 1-1 that can chump block for a turn and then make a 3-3, or it can combo with some, like, fight effects or that or dual shot or uh, what was that card that a rile the like deal of damage to one of your own creatures draw card to turn it into a three three so you need some work to get a three three and at that point you're not really getting a lot of like bang for your buck as a two mana three three because it's not really that but i think the card is good i think it's a c 
Oh, I'm going way deeper than you. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> I've, I've got I've got this I've got this tagged for our next achievement. Oh no! Uh, I think oh, no. <laughs> I, I think this card wears enhancements super well. So like putting some equipment on it, like a pirate cutlass maybe, uh-huh. or like some of these auras that we've seen floating around, and then trying to enrage it up. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm gonna set an achievement as some number of green dinosaur creature tokens that you've made off of one raptor hatchling. I don't know what it should be, like three, five. Thank I want to God. go off with this card. Five seems impossible. <laughs> uh, yeah, more than one seems hard to me. Well, but not if you give it one more point of toughness. Yeah, I guess so. You can makeshift munitions targeting your one, two raptor hatchling. So it needs is... what grave did you give this? I gave it a C plus. <laughs> Optimistically. <laughs> what okay. grade did you give it? I gave it a C. I mean, I think it's, yeah, I think if you're not doing anything sweet with it, I think it's fine in a non-aggressive deck not yeah. an aggressive card right right, right. not aggressive at all uh, but it is a very good raid enabler right because you don't mind chump attacking with it so for sure i mean it does some things mm-hmm. all right next up we've got rigging runner it's a single red for a one one goblin pirate first strike and has raid rigging runner enters the battlefield with a plus one plus one counter on it if you attacked with a creature this turn nah i'm not not all about these one drops man it's a lot this is feels like a lot of one drops for limited Yes, but I don't, I'm not looking at this as a one drop. I think this is like a one. I think this is just a very efficient card that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think raid's going to be fairly easy to turn on. So like on turn two in your aggressive deck, you play your good two drop, and then turn three you attack with your two two, and then play another two drop and play your rigging runner as a single mana two two first strike. The ca- it's a counter. It's not like a pump thing. So right. if you manage to trigger raid, you're getting a two two first strike, which I think is a good card. In yeah, that is a good card. You're right. Um, okay. So I give this a C plus. It doesn't quite make me want to play red, but I mm-hmm. think it's a very efficient card. I'm still I'm I'm giving this a little bit of a knock for being a one drop. I'm gonna give it a C minus. Well, but I think you're well. I, I think you're underestimating how much raid's gonna be turned on. I think you're right. I think I'm ready to be higher on this card than C minus. Okay, next up, what do we have? Stormfleet Arsonist is 4 and a red for a 4-4 Orc Pirate with raid target opponent sacrifices a permanent. A permanent? So they can, they can just pitch a land? I mean, this card's not super exciting to me. 5 mana, 4-4, four, four, and if you have worked to attack that turn and you cast this, then they get to sacrifice a land, probably. Or something they, or a treasure that they don't care about. Like, with, with treasures floating around, this is terrible. Yeah, it's not not very good. I think this is like C minus D plus. I gave it a C minus. What about this next card? Next up, we've got Trove of Temptation. Are you going to be tempted by this card? I am, yeah. <laughs> it's three and a red for an enchantment. Each opponent must attack you or a planeswalker you control with at least one creature each combat, if able. And at the beginning of your end step, create a colorless treasure artifact token. I mean, again, if Grixis Treasures is a deck... This is a great card in that deck. Basically, the first lo- first part of text I don't think is good. Like, I don't think it matters. No, that's hearkening back to some imaginary threats right there. Right. So, like, I- I'm not looking at that. Like, they're, if, they're, if they want to attack you, they'll be attacking you. And if this happens to be good text for you, that's it's amazing. Great. Right? Yep. But I'm looking at this as, is getting a treasure every turn good in a deck? And I hope it is. I hope so, too. I want to go off with makeshift munitions. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That is a dream right there, man. Yeah, so I think this is probably like build around C plus. Uh, I'm a little lower on it than you. I gave it a build around D plus. What? So you don't you're even in a deck where you think this belongs, you're not super excited about it. Uh, it's four mana. I guess you immediately get one treasure. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. That's a lot of do nothing. It's a lot of do nothing. Hour, Hour of Devastation was like a pretty sweet format, like where you could afford to do nothing. Mm-hmm. That's not always going to be the case. I don't know. I mean, I could see it being better than it looks, but it does not look like a very impactful card to me. Uh, and it's going to be, it's well, I don't know, but it's going to be great if the first clause matters. Right. If the first clause matters, it's going to be great. Maybe it's a C? A build around C? Yeah, I think I think that seems that seems more right. Like I think if if there is a deck where it's at home, it's gonna be like solid in that deck. And it might even be C plus B minus in that deck. Yeah, maybe. Alright. Last uncommon is Wily Goblin. It's red red for a one one goblin pirate, and when it enters the battlefield, you create a treasure token. What is this card? This card is terrible. I just gave it an F. Yeah, I think that's probably right. I give it a D, but you're probably right. Just an F. Like a two difficult to cast two mana one one that makes an a treasure who cares yeah it's so bad yeah cool all right what uh how'd you rank your uncommons top two uncommons i'm assuming we have the same two yeah. curious as to the order i gave lightning strike number one i did too but I th- it's really close for me with charging monster store yeah charging monster store being the four and a red for the five five trample haster mm-hmm. uh, those are both very very good yep hope i do not have to choose between them but i, I would choose lightning strike at this point but I could see that changing, actually. I could see it changing very easily as well, because 5-5 five, five is big in this format. Yeah, for sure. All right, that's going to do it for our red common and uncommon segment. Catch you on the flip side for green. Green.